This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. Yeah, that works. The Fleenbick. The Fleenbick. Now we're recording, Jeff. The Fleenbick. That is not going to be the title of this episode. But, everybody, yes, this is my real voice. It's me. I'm in the studio once again. Fucking live. For the Hooniverse podcast. And that was fucking Blake's voice over there. Fucking, fucking, we've run out of fucking Z names for this guy. I didn't introduce you yet, so I didn't say it yet. Oh, well, okay. What do you got? What do you got? I got to say what episode number it is, and it's 96, and I know that for a fact, Mm -hmm. because I double-checked. But it's been a while, and that's the voice of Blake... Z wrong. I'm not doing one today. Yeah. Hey, look at that. We've never done the letter Z. <laughs> Imagine that. Uh, that's amazing. Uh, and then we also have, as always, the Atlas of our show who puts it on his back and carries us, Ooh, Chris Hayes. Good reference. Chris Hayes. Hey, hey, come on now, won't you? Hey. <laughs> nice. Shabada do, shabada. Joining us this evening is our guest, Jason Connor. Uh, he's been helping us out with a whole lot of filming. He's been writing for the website. Uh, and when he's not doing that, I guess he's doing something for the Navy or, you know, whatever. Occasional time. He's an airman. He's not a seaman. Well, actually, huh. you are a seaman. I am a seaman. I just have <laughs> airman duties. Should have been on that SEMA episode. <laughs> he's <laughs> airborne seaman. Don't start uh, with seaman again, please. <laughs> we often use Jason's camera car. He has the Mountain Focus ST, which we'll talk about. And then we'll also talk about his uh, other baby, which uh, is an interesting story. Uh, but we'll get to that in a little bit. First up, I want to talk about some new car chatter and do this old school. But this is going to be brief because, fuck it, we haven't been here in a while. Um, first this up... Is, this is Jeff letting go. It fuck is. It. Oh, fuck I mean, it. You know we're doing you know, live. Before we get there, I'm going to talk about beer because we're drinking beer tonight. And Jason is driving me home. So I'm going to have more beer than usual this evening yeah. minus the Scotland episode. You're going you're gonna to listen to a lot of beer farts tonight. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put the mic right Oh, your, your life will beer be farts. ecstatic. She doesn't listen to this. Uh, so tonight... <laughs> no, uh, I mean I mean you going home. She oh, she's out. She's out of town on business. So. Oh, well, oh, my dogs will, will be it. farting each other out. Uh, <laughs> it'll, uh, tonight we are drinking, uh, we have a few things, but right now uh, from our friends at Beach City Brewery, and I say friends because they are very nice people, uh, we're drinking, um, this is, oh, this is their new pale ale that's with like three different types of hops. It's fucking delicious. We brought a growler up. We brought a growler, kid. Fucking growler. fucking growler. Ah, you get it from Sam? Fucking wicked Sam Dabbs shit in Jamaica playing? You're going to set up a fucking rack with the growler? <laughs> yeah. I can't do my accent because no, no. you, you told me earlier. Earlier. It was terrible, it was pretty, so. he, he, we were at the... We were at the brewery filling up the growlers, and and uh, a Rolling Stone song, a Rolling Stone song was playing, and he goes, "Oh, what does this remind you of?" I go, "I don't know." He's like, "Ah, it's like the Departed." The fucking like, Departed. The what? You know, the, the Departed. 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 I was like, oh, okay. So that's how that's your Boston accent. All right. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's the beer we're drinking right now, and it's delicious. Uh, and they're the first brewery in Huntington Beach. So if you're in the area, uh, try it, bitches. Okay. Uh, okay so good. new car. Uh, I haven't been here, and I'm sure you guys have talked about it. Uh, Ford Focus RS. Uh, yeah, uh, that car is looking to be interesting. That I'm not. I'm not a big tits. fan of the front end of it, to be honest. I don't like. I don't think I like that new air dam. No, no, not particularly. Uh, have has has anybody come out? 
come out and fully explained what drift mode is. Somebody has, right? That Those articles, have they been Dr- out yet? Drift mode is when a, a flat brim cab automatically dangles down from the ceiling <laughs> onto your head, and then all of a sudden, you just it's just a Ken Block video. <laughs> you inexplicably get 1980s colored wheels. And then, and then uh, everything goes in a slow motion every five seconds for no particular reason. Has anybody actually explained it, though? Uh, no, <laughs> like they real life? no, they haven't. It involves although, a lot of dubstep. Although I know Mountain had a very, very large hand in development of the car. Because really? I was talking to the head of Mountain USA last week. Uh, oh, Ken Anderson is a good guy. Yeah, Ken. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, That fucking guy. Yeah. yeah, so he was saying they have a lot. So we could probably actually have Ken on at some point because we're doing some stuff with TST, with Mountain, with my Fiesta. Awesome. So, well, then we're going to have to race it against Jason's fucking focus mm-hmm. and shake that shit. Or it's fucking focus. Fads, too. It's a, it's a show. Oh, man. no, no, no. There is going to be a video series with that. So. <laughs> nice. Uh, that's, it's, a, it's a Ford Fracas. Ford Fracas. Very Ford nice. Fracas. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty uh, good. And then, as it turns out, we found out last week, Matt has the very first reservation for a Focus RS. He does? Yes. Wow. Wow. Um, so, Damn. That's uh, impressive. Yeah, that is impressive. Mostly yeah. due to the fact that uh, we brought a lot of business into Galpin. Okay. So It makes sense that they'd get how the first he, car. How did yeah. he get it? Was it just he just went to Galpin like on time or Dude, something? Hey, dudes. Dudes, give me the first one. Is that what he said? That's yeah. all it takes. Yo. Bro. Bro. Bro, 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 bro. Listen. Good for him. That's awesome. Good for him. So the other new car I wanted to talk about, which you guys probably haven't spoken about, but you may have, is the Super Veloce Aventador. No, we have not talked about that because I think that's just news since we've last recorded. What's it called? The LP 715, 1828, 26, 34, 36, posterior, something like that? You forgot about Boney. It made some news today, because I mean, because it's new, but they announced the price. Because they crashed one already? No, not yet. Soon, though. Uh, They announced the price tag, and it's like 493. And some people are like freaking out that that's crazy. I don't think that's crazy. Well, is a regular Aventador. Exactly. The base price of an Aventador is 400 yeah. but the average one you're going to see is 450 and then you can option it to five easily. So Lamborghini sold a $1.2 million car anyway. So yeah. I never. Yeah. $500,000 is a bargain. Are 500 grand for a top-tier Lamborghini model right. is not shocking. Doesn't Lamborghinis shock have never been inexpensive. No. Yeah. No. And the fact that you can get a, re- a standard, in quotes, I just used air quotes, a standard Aventador in that same ballpark, nah. But wait, you can nah. buy a Lamborghini Aventador for the price of a Ford Focus. What? I, I got you, Blake. Yeah. I know Thank what you're you. trying yeah. to do. Thank you. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. The, the Jalopnik stuff. You could get yeah. 19 oh. Ford. No. Yeah. Um, the price of a Kia Rio. Yeah. That's enough new car shit, though. Let's move on because it's been a while since we've all I got to say, room. though, I did see an interesting thing today about a I rumor. I said – no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. God damn. <laughs> uh, uh, Fiesta RS. How do you like them apples? Sounds like it'd be a fucking nightmare to drive. Sounds like it'd be fucking awesome. Uh, it nope. won't happen. No. Nope. Two eighty three hundred horsepower front wheels. Nope. Why not? Ugh, hey, no. It won't hey, basically the last Fiesta. Give me uh, a Focus Civic RS. Type R all day long. The Fiat, the Fiat five hundred Abarth makes cool noises. It is a nightmare to drive. But fast. it's also got a chassis like wet risotto. So, so what would the RS have? Well, how would they a change better it? Better chassis. They, but that what weird are they going to do? Moose knuckle Lightly, factory thing? It doesn't matter. It's the, it's the seating position and the steering that I hated. You know, it's, wait, wait, I hated on, it. on what? The Fiesta or the... Yes. Oh, because I hate the, the seating position on the Abarth. Yeah. I'm so, talking about the Fiesta. It's probably going to oh, be better. Oh, for some reason, I thought he was talking about wait. a Fiat. No. Jeff, you're drunk. Go <laughs> wow. Go no, I've, I've literally... That was one cup. That Why was a did I get Fiat? That was, that was one dentist's cup. I don't know. Maybe you misheard Fiesta. 
I'm but not. Yeah, they're they're going to be doing a Fiesta RS now. In the okay, first, that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. That does sound awesome. Yeah. Why did you think I was talking about I don't about know. I, I thought you said Fiat. It's, you know why? Because I wrote a news story today for uh, another outlet that I write for about a Lamborghini racing a Fiat. So the Fiat popped into my head. That's exactly where it's from. And the Fiat, Fiat beats the Murcielago. RS. Fiesta. Fiesta. It's a fracas. So, yes, they're doing an it's RS. Uh, it's, it's probably going to be about 250 horsepower. Okay. Uh, and it seems as though they're going to put some flares on it so they can put a little bit tire, a little bit more tire under it because that's the single that, in my opinion, that's one of the biggest problems of What's that platform. What's on yours? 205s. Really? Yeah. That's figured they'd be rolling with 225s. Yeah. There Damn. Oh. Uh, it's no, part of the fun, though, 225 right? 225 is hard to fit under there. 225 <laughs> wow. is like a steamroller. Yeah. On that, all those cars. Um, Interesting. So, yeah, I'm thinking that, uh, I mean, it's hard to put down any more power. And it True. sounds as though if they're doing 250, the top end, you know, the, the very top end Cobb package and soon the top end mount tune, that's about what they make. And traction is the biggest problem. See, I thought you said cop package. Like they were gonna do like a P seventy one Fiesta. Cop for, like, brakes, cop shocks, cop. The yeah. police interceptor. The Lamborghini has a cock package. Um, can someone pass me that growler so I can mistake the beer for the other beer? Uh, so, okay, Fiesta RS. That sounds awesome. Uh, yeah. I'm glad it's not a, a Fiat RS because that would be fucking terrible. Um, but, but the only way to improve a Fiat is just light it on fire and leave it in a. But that'll happen on its own anyway. Light it on fire, yeah. Uh, Blake, what's new in your world car-wise? Any anything with the Miata since we've last spoken? Uh, I know you had a dream. I had I had a dream about the I had a dream the other day about the Miata. Well, okay, here's here's things are about to get very dark very fast. I'm gonna have to (laughs) say about that. But at the moment, let's just say that I was promised that a month ago that I would get the Miata back Friday. Guess what day is it today? Guess what day it is today? It's Monday. It is Monday. Well, I do not have a Miata. For people listening, it's Wednesday. Oh, well, that's even worse because right. I still will not have my Miata by then. Are you going to so, start a fracas? I'm going to I'm going to burn shit up like a Fiat. But um anyway, What's we're we're going to we're going to basically resolve this over the next week and I'm going to definitely have an update next week. What's what's the holdup? It's a fucking Miata motor. It's a Fix fucking it. Miata motor. That's well, what I've been saying. There are many, many, you know, difficult <laughs> to find parts made out of unobtainium. Right, you got an overnight from, them from Japan. You it's know. Mazda. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the point. They yeah. make how many of those have they made and sold? Anyway, I'm gonna air all like five million. Basically, yeah. Well, you know what? I'm basically let's just say that this shop has has had three months to work on this. Finish this project, and they basically just started today. My fucking Mercedes is going to be done before your Mazda. I'm, I'm pretty sure the heat death of the universe is going to happen before <laughs> my fucking Miata's nice. finished. Entropy. Has, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's the name of Chris, should I name the shop, or should we just hold that off? Let's hold off. Let's, let's hold, hold off. off. All right, I mean, if they, if though, they, though, if shit continues to go down, Shit definitely. is continuing to go down, I Wait think, but it might go up. Who back. knows? <laughs> Wait till you get your keys first. Oh, God. Then. All right. Fair um, enough. Fair enough. That's yeah. a teaser for Speaking of what I'm dealing with here. Mazda, uh, I got to go to their museum. Oh, neat. So, huh. More than that. It wait, was wait, wait, amazing. The one, in, the one in Huntington Beach? I mean, not the one in no. Irvine? Yes. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. So uh, there aren't a lot of basements in Southern California. For those of you listening, that's mostly because Jeff, uh, I work in a basement. You do? I work in a well, basement. Well, then you are in one of the few. There's not a lot of basements. I'm honored. Um, I have an Isetta in my basement. (laughs) Uh, This basement has – well, no, I can't say that because your basement has a shitload of cool stuff. But the – so this basement is in an unassuming building, though it does say Mazda on the outside of it. It's it's pretty awesome. It's – you've been in there? Yes. So it's not open to the public. It's not open to the public. 
Um, they have the first race car they've ever raced, uh, which is awesome. Yeah. For Mazda, that's a huge car. Uh, is that is that the white Edmonds Miata? Nope. Uh, that's the first Miata they oh, ever. Oh right, raced. right, right. Um, this the other one says car and driver and shit on it. Right. Um, oh, and it's an RX-7, isn't it? Uh, no. It's it it's next to an RX-7. Ah. Um, they have but a they have a they have a 787 in there. Yes. Uh, they have they have a car that was actually a reskinned, silk cut era Jaguar Le Mans car. That was, that was built by Lola, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, Lola built a lot of the rotary-powered uh, race cars for Le Mans back in the day. I, I mean, they the, what they, they have um, some Bonneville cars. They have they have a 1975 Mazda GLC that is lime yellow and it's yep, awesome. They with do plaid seats. I love that thing. They have uh, the Unos. Ca- uh, the the Unos that uh, Travis from Jalopnik drove. I gotta ride in it. It's like being in a spaceship. <laughs> oh, actually, last week's podcast <laughs> guest has mentioned it. Oh yeah, last week's podcast guest mentioned it. He's gonna be driving it. Who? Ben, oh, the, Ben Shoot. Right. Because it's 25 years of the Unos Cosmos. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, they had uh, uh the um, the what the hell's the white one there? The uh, the white car, right? No, the My awesome Miata? one. The the, no, the Mazda 110. White Power. The, the, the Cosmo. Cosmo, the original yeah. Cosmo. The original right. Cosmo, right. not the Unis Cosmo, but the, the Mazda Cosmo. That's like the Japanese E-Type almost. More expensive. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Those are, is... like, those are like $700,000. $500,000. Yeah, $700, those are really those are nice. Jesus. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, they only made like yeah, they didn't make 160 a lot. And most of them, and yeah, all right. So they had a bunch of RX-7s in there. Of course. Um, they had the, the diesel They're very heavy on FDs. endurance racer, which is yes. really cool to get close to. Uh, they have a Dave Coleman. A uh, what? They have a Dave Coleman. He's just inside a glass oh, yeah, display right? case. Nobody will they, know that one. They, they cart him out to press events, and he just makes fun of journalists. So it's they, great. Well, while I was there, they let me drive three cars. Oh, nice. Um, so we shot tons of video. I'm editing it right now. But they let me drive the 15th Miata. Yeah. Like number 15, the one that was on the stand in Chicago. It's, it's like awesome. 3,000 miles on it, right? Yeah, it's, there's nothing on it. And it drives perfectly. And I fit in it, which I was happy about. I didn't think I'd fit in it. They let me drive the 700,000th Miata sold, which was a, a, an NB Mazda Speed. With so the turbo. 500 or so miles on it. No, this one has, it's closer to 4,000 miles on this oh, one. Oh, okay. Because um, I think a you lot said of people NB Mazda Speed with a turbo? Yeah. How was that? Uh, it was. It was great. It was a Mazda with a little more power, more room than the NA. It was nice. Um, but then they let me drive. You remember how they did 25th anniversary cars? They made 100 of them? Yeah. Uh, Mazda bought number 100. Nice. So they let me drive that. It had three miles on it. That's great. I took it and to like five and a half. And those are hand-built motors. Hand-built and cars? blueprinted. Yeah. Really? So they're making a bit more power than average, but they won't tell you that. Really? All hand-chosen parts huh. and everything. Huh. huh. Yeah. Those are cool. They all sold uh, out in awesome. ten. They sold out in like ten minutes. Yeah, it's absurd. The uh, and it's going from the NB to that car. It's like oh my god. I mean the luxury. The you know you know the best. I've driven you know being a Miata freak. I've driven all three generations of Miatas, and it really is like you you get the lineage. Like they all feel different, but they all feel the same huh. too. And it's really fantastic. The gearbox shifts exactly like almost exactly it's the perfect. same way. Yeah. Uh, the steering feel is close, though. We did recently drive our friend Miles from Fastlane Daily. He helped us on a shoot. He has a just a, a ratty NA. Um, yeah, it was a '95, and he had the JDM 1.8. Uh, and then off, it was funny when you guys went to go do the shoot. Uh, this is, this was interesting. Uh, you went to go do some of the in car for the Z06. Yep. 
and he throws the keys to me and says, go have fun. I was like, do you No power steering car, by the way. I was like, you understand what that means, right? He's like, yes, I'm about to sell the car today. Go have fun. (laughs) So where we usually film over in Irvine, uh, they have two cul-de-sacs. So I just immediately go to one of the cul-de-sacs and just start ripping donuts, sliding out of the the cul-de-sac to one cul-de-sac over to the other. And I just come back with the hugest grin because the first Miata I drove was at – from uh, MPG, the okay. NC, that one that they had over there. That was the very first Miata that I drove. So this was the second Miata nice. and uh, no power steering. So that was interesting. It was gnarly with the no power steering in that car. They didn't have power. I think it was the first three years of production. They didn't have power steering. And then there's always a way to – you can disconnect the power steering lines and just have no power steering. But you can also depower them. So it's basically half and half. So you take all the fluid out of the system essentially, which means rebuilding the power si- steering. I'm thinking about doing this for my own car, so um, <laughs> that's why I looked up a shitload about it. Um, and it, it's supposed to give like a good in between. But honestly, you know, when I drive, when I was driving my car a year ago. Um, <laughs> The power steering on that thing is fantastic. It's really the best power steering s- setup I've driven since, like, the Lotus Evora. Oh, I, mean, so, I, I wish Miles' car had power steering. Yeah, exactly. But it was so goofy fun. Like, you just send it into a big donut and then just let go of the wheel, and it corrects itself to go. It was re- it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. That car was cool. I got to bring up a tangent, and um, I got to ask you, do you guys watch Fresh Off the Boat? No. Yes. I, I Asian do. people really because like the show. Asian don't they? people like the show. It's Which actually, is a good sign. Yeah, that's good. Well, also white people like the show too. I, actually, it's um the first few episodes are kind of crappy, but it got really good after a while. And there's an episode where they just all they do is talk about Miatas. It's fantastic. Really? <laughs> yeah. Basically, God, like, they know their the, audience. The, the, the family. <clears throat> They're like successful um, other family. Like the successful brother-in-law comes over, and he's got he's like he's played by Vince Masuka from Dexter, and um. He's like he's got this sweet new Miata and everything. That's the and short it's, guy, right? Yeah. Well, the, the, I, the, I Jap- the creepy. A no, it's a creepy <laughs> Japanese guy dude. from Dexter. Yeah. Yeah, he was a coroner or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, he comes over and he's got this sweet new Miata. It's got like flares and it's got like TE37 wheels on it. It's set up like a modern day drift car, which is you know a little anachronistic. It's a show set in '95, and it's like this olive green color, which was actually a M edition in '94, '95, I believe, because that was. I forgot what that color is called. But um, there's this one scene where they the car goes missing, and they call up an, a police officer, and the, co- the cop is – um he's a gay guy, and he's like, there's only – as a proud gay man, I can tell you I love my Miatas. And it's like, it's like a, yeah, okay, a gay joke for a Miata, but it's actually really well done. And he's like, you know, if you're ever in Florida, you just got to join the Mazda Queens because if there's one thing I'm more passionate about law enforcement, it's Miatas. <laughs> it was that really awesome. fucking great. That's funny. And the dad is played by the guy who is uh, – Kim Jong-un in... Um, the interview. The interview, yeah. no, which yeah. I did not see. Oh, I actually thought the movie was pretty fucking funny. Oh. Yeah, it, has its, it definitely has its laugh-out moments. I mean, there's part... Like, James Franco's character is just like... He's way too over-the-top, but it, it had Kinda its Kind of like James moments. Franco in general? Yeah, definitely. Oh, the funniest part of the movie, though, was that when Eminem's in it. That was pretty yep. funny, but I, was, I, I like... Um, <laughs> he just does such a good... In the irony of this. He plays such a good straight man act. Yeah, that like he does. He's he's perfect in that role. I like I like when they do the Katy Perry stuff. I thought that was pretty fucking funny. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but uh, it's um, so the museum was awesome. But uh, other stuff. Did you say hi to our friend Jacob Brown? Yes, I did. He was there with me the whole day. Um, You're so another work. car I drove that I, I didn't talk about. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure I, I it's. I haven't been here since I've driven the McLaren, correct? No. Okay. So I drove a McLaren <laughs> 650S Spider, and it was the fastest and best handling car I've ever driven. It was fucking amazing. It was unreal how good that car is. It just – do you know what the crazy thing about it though? Uh, in the car, not that loud. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, well, it's turboed. It's not a big, so there's yeah. that muffling a oh, little yeah, bit. Oh, yeah, I remember. That was a long time ago because I drove you up there to pick up that car. <laughs> yes, that was a while ago. Jeez. Wow. It's been like, what, a month and a half? Mm, the, mm, longer than that. Yeah. Um, so I, I, guess if you're, I guess if you're outside the car and it pulls away, it sounds awesome. But right. in the car, not that loud. Huh. But the seats are great. Uh, the steering is great. The uh, just It's so direct and you're just – it's damn near perfect as you can get for a car of that class. It was unreal. I drove its predecessor, the 12C, and I, you know, I've it's, heard, it's one of those cars that's so good, you can't really say anything about it. And I, I've spoken to it because I was curious, because I, I never drove a 12C, so I spoke to some journalists who have driven both, and they said the uh, the 650S is a pretty good leap forward over the 12C. Well, that's good. And Which is funny, because it's very, from an engineering standpoint, it's very incremental. It's not like a huge deviation. Right. Right. But I think there's a little bit more like aero upgrades that they take from the P1, yeah. uh, just stuff like that that m- helped a lot. Like it was so cool. You're driving. If you go really hard on the brakes, the, the rear comes up like a, a active aero spoiler. Yep. I mean, it, right. and you can feel it in the, the 12C car. had that too. Did it? Honestly, the 12C is one Shut of those – Shut <laughs> The 12C is one of those cars where it's like – you know when you hear people like doing the whole cliche, cars don't have soul, ugh, I, ugh, GTRs don't have soul and everything that thing. The 12C is I think what they're talking about. It's one of those cars that fits that cliche mode. Of cars don't have this car doesn't have enough soul, which is like that weird, arbitrary, hard to define thing that makes or breaks an otherwise competent car. See, the, you know what the best retort to that is like, no shit, it's a car. Like, of course, well, yeah, have cars soul. don't have yeah. souls. Uh, but I, but, I made that no, but it's flip side, I enjoy car. driving. It, it's fast as shit and very accurate. Right, and right. it looks good. Um, and I, I didn't feel like I was driving, a, you know, a boring machine once in the McLaren. It was unbelievably no, busy good. at, at seventy five hundred RPM, screaming and laughing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, big smile on my face. But on the flip side, you know, driving something like an Aventador or an Aston Martin is – there's more drama for sure. Like well, the McLaren is just precise and perfect I mean, in a good, in a very good way. And it's it, – the drama is because they're worse. And I don't mean that – <laughs> No, I know what that, you're saying. You know what I mean? Is right. It's not, a, a, not a, a slam against either of those cars. Right. I like those cars. Right. But the McLaren has a mission to be – perfect and right. precise it is the exacto knife of yeah, cars right it is meant to cut out tiny it's little slices of laser road. guided scalp exactly it's fucking fit well you gotta remember what brian eno said perfection is the absence of character interesting but see that's that's what i'm trying to say about the mclaren though it has character well, that's it's good. just a different character and and it's oh my god it was so good to drive it was so guys it guys it was so good for those yeah. who complain about it it's it's a car that does exactly what you ask a supercar to do yeah Every single bit. The and only thing if I own on one, fire? Well, we all, we did okay, um, burn our. Um, so uh, people listening, a dead cat is the the fluffy thing that goes on a microphone. The, oh, I thought you said actually burn oh. a dead cat. So we had it mounted to uh, in the back to record the exhaust, and it melted the dead cat. Yeah, that just fucking me melted the shit out of it. It was awesome. Wait, aren't, aren't those like little fuzzy things you can take them off from the thing underneath? So it was uh, fused on. Gross. Was it fused onto there? No, just one side of it melted on the outside because the inside is a different sleeve. So, oh, that's funny. Uh, it was. It came off fine, <laughs> um, but it was. It was awesome that it did that. It was really funny. Well, you were probably at times shooting a little bit of flame. I maybe it would, but either way, those it was turbos awesome. and that exhaust is real close to that Whoop. bumper. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Yeah, I loved the car so much. But you know what car I drove that was more fun from a stupid point of view? What's that? Z06. Oh my! What'd you think? Oh my! Yes, it is so good. The Z06 is so 
good. The crazy thing is, is how that good is it, Jeff? So good. Given the price difference between those two, the Z06 is not that much slower, and it makes just about as much power. It's. I, I was saying this to Jason before. Like, if, if you said you can have you can have them, price doesn't matter. I love big, flashy, ridiculous cars. The Z06 is the... I would probably take the Z06 because uh, of the noise. What oh. trim package should it have? Um, I didn't have the crazy aero stuff. Oh, I had like the, the... Whatever, the 2L... I fucking know, don't 2LT. know. 2LT. Yeah. yeah. It was loud. Loud. Like really loud. Yeah. Like, oh, we recorded a shot of the... Fu- so I had Jason jump in and I had a slider behind the car to get like startup and exhaust and he's revving it and it's blowing my hair back. My ears went... I'm like, I'm like, all right, all right. Like it was is so it, loud. Is it like F-type loud, or is it like my Corvette loud? Your your Corvette's fucking loud. Uh, it's, it's louder somewhere than the in, It's somewhere in between them. I don't know about that. Do it's louder so? than a Hellcat. It's somewhere in between your vet and an F-type. Okay, so well past what would be considered uh, appropriate. Basically. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's um socially acceptable. You could say it's yeah. uh your Corvette's fucking loud. <laughs> <laughs> and that was not on purpose. No, I know. Uh, you know? But the Z06 is excellent. Yeah. The the gearbox felt great. The steering was nice. Uh, it's you know like an old Z06 Stupid with its good fast. tires. You wait till the the yeah. tires warm up. You're gonna be sliding around a little bit. It was just booyah. <laughs> and I've heard you know from the people I know that have driven it with the full aero package, they're like it's noticeable. They're like that thing when you get it up to like once you get it up past 100, they're like oh it's dead stable. It's and that that's funny just because I've spent so much time in those cars. You know, without full arrow on them, right. above 100, and sometimes it can get a little squirrely. So, <laughs> well, it's... talking about that too is is we start talking about having that kind of arrow on a car. I'm not saying people are going to be daily driving Z06s, which they would be really awesome if they did. No, but, there will well, be people not? daily drive them. But I would absolutely. That full arrow. How is that going to live up over a long period of time? Like I know back, I get. Well, I'm going to completely date this, but the 2000 Cobra R. Was that aggressive front air dam and all that yeah. arrow on that car? I know it's a mus- an old Mustang, and compared to the to the new Z06, but how is it going to last on? Well, for a one long thing I know time? about one thing I know about that Mustang is uh, uh, Matt and Vinny Russo, who used to work for Lamborghini and now works for Hennessy, did one for uh, I think it was. Was it one lap? It was something. It was it was a major cross country tour. No, super speeders. Super speeders. Yep. They did it. Okay, so they did it for Ferretti, uh, and they got I think to like Nevada by the time that front that front splitter had mm-hmm. basically just been scraping the road the entire time. Oh Jesus! And it was due to the fact that it was just so flimsily constructed. I don't think that'll be the case with the Z06 because those are all not they're all cheap. Car- are carbon. they all carbon? They're all carbon. Okay. The um so normally with like the C6 Z06 you have to watch out for the speed bumps and dips in the road because the Chin splitter always hits. Any, any C6, not um, even just the Z06. The C7 Z06, it wasn't as bad as it used to be. Yeah. It's, but I didn't have the full arrow one. But still, I, I, I The front end of that is, having spent time in those, the front end is a little is a little higher and it's more manageable. It doesn't – and part of the problem with the C6 is that they, they put an air dam underneath. Right. Um, and that always sounds far worse than the damage yeah. actually is. That's right. a wear part that you replace for fifty dollars every right. five or six years. Yep. Um, and that just forces more air up to the radiator and keeps it a vacuum underneath the car. But they finally did away with that, and that's the, probably my favorite thing about the C7, honestly. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's much more as a daily all-around vehicle. It's it's fantastic. Where we drove up here in a, in a, a C7, just Stingray, mm-hmm. and. Um, Every, I really, really, really like the new Stingray. The problem is the car we drove here in has the eight-speed automatic, and I really, I was really curious about 
a story from the angle of what's it like having a, a Corvette with the automatic? Uh, is it just as good? And I don't like this new automatic at all. I don't like it. It what? shifts slow. That just does. Yeah, that sounds like the old six speed. I mean, but people, you know, other people have very favorable things. I know. To say that's about why I'm surprised. Z06. I'm wondering. This if This isn't a Z06, though. I, I realize, and that's why I was going to say is that I wonder if the tuning is different between the two. I would imagine it is, but I I also heard people like the just the eight speed regular Stingray. Well. Also, people have awful taste sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, like they I, buy know, automatic Corvettes in the first place. When we had, when we did a big shoot for Drive, and the the, the Stingray had just come out, uh, we had, uh, Chris Harris was doing some drifting out at uh, Chuckwalla Valley, and after a little while of that, the car went into limp mode because yeah. of the transmission. Uh, at which point I had to I had to limp that all the way back to Los Angeles on a uh, transmission. Chris, would you mind terribly uh, driving this? Because yes. I can't be bothered. <laughs> yes, more or less. It was I've broken this. Now you deal with it. Uh, so I end up driving that back to LA, and it was slamming first and second the entire time. Which I know from working on those cars is a line uh, is a line pressure problem, and that's one of two things: either the line pressure is fucked, or the transmission is protecting itself from something else. So I'm wondering if in this car that you have. If it just somebody went in with a tuner and up that line pressure, it'd probably be a world difference. Hmm, interesting. Um, it just it just feels surprisingly sluggish. Sometimes it's slower to shift. Like you, there's so many good automatic gearboxes out there now. Like mm -hmm. ton, even in cars you wouldn't expect. I, I just spent a week with the uh, the the eight speed in the four cylinder Acura TLX, and that thing was, cracks off quicker shifts. Than they, I mean, it's a dual clutch, but still, yeah. Um, the Corvette be offering up a better gearbox than that uh yeah it's i, I agree the it, rest of the car is brilliant it felt very similar to the old ls3 regular corvette from years ago it didn't really feel any different no. than what they've been doing in the past it's just now it's an eight speed it's, it doesn't it doesn't feel particularly good you know it's a double wishbone with a very stiff unibody there's not a lot a that's going to deviate in that, in that, you know. Deviate mm -hmm. into a stiff unibody. They've kind of had that formula settled since hey, Jeff, 1997. Your mom's got double wishbones. That's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> but on that note, I it deviated really... deviated my unibody into yeah. your mom. You it probably really does look like we're getting the, the, uh, the mid-engine vet soonish. That's what they say. So. That's what they've been saying since 1973. Yeah, right. but more and more things just keep getting leaked out, like you know, little uh, hints in some GM, GM promotional material right, right. as of late. Um, that was obviously, I mean, it's not just one of those alternate reality games for the next Halo. Right, yeah, no, right. I mean, that was a purposeful leak on their front. Um, now switching gears to something else I've driven uh, recently. Was it a mid-engine Corvette? No, it was not. It was, uh, it was a uh, the Volkswagen Golf. Sport wagon, and you can get it in a manual diesel. Oh, <laughs> That's to all the auto journalists. If it's not no, brown. He's doing the jerk off. Uh, I don't even know hands. what I'm doing anymore. You can are. you get it in brown? Can you get it in that Austin brown color? I didn't see have? brown, but I wouldn't be surprised oh, if you couldn't. But fucking point. It's it's a pretty good car. <laughs> no, it looks good. I mean, you know, I mean, everyone likes those. Exciting about it. Everyone, but everyone likes car. those uh, golf. Um, golf yeah, wagons, it's because the Mark Seven Golf it. is a great car. Right? So yes, more room. Absolutely. Yeah, it has more cargo space than the old B6 Passat wagon. So that's kind of good. That's interesting. It has more cargo room than a Chevy Equinox. That's depressing. For Chevy. For a Chevy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and it drove. It drove. Like a golf. I mean, it was fine. It, it, the manual. It didn't feel larger than a golf. It just felt like a golf. It just felt. Volkswagen's like a golf. very good at hiding weight. It just felt like a golf. Part. Like me. 
<laughs> no, not, it was. Not as good, I only I only drove the diesel because I didn't care to drive the one point eight. Um, Actually, no, the one point eight engine. We've all driven it basically. Right, exactly. It's That's it's why. It's in like my pen. My They've cell made phone. that same motor <laughs> yeah. for twenty years effectively. Yeah. Right. So the um, I asked, and you can get the 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 manual in the diesel one in like the highest trim, which is smart. That's because they know that's the diesel like Mazda esque in impressiveness. That's not yeah. bad. Yeah, and, and people, I find some of the people I know that have those cars, they they're buying those Volkswagen diesels for a very specific reason of they're cheap but they want luxury. Yeah. Um, so I think that's probably a fairly high take rate. That on was basically those. Volkswagen's yeah. entire mo in the '90s too. And the, I mean, yeah. the interior of the current Golf is is for its price point fantastic. It is fantastic. Oh yeah, it's a very nice. Car. I mean, um, Golfs have always had pretty nice interiors and, for, compared to their competition at the time. And and now those cars trend they, their interiors. I have no problem saying they trend like like entry level Audi on mm-hmm. the inside of those cars. Well, and then you have the Golf well, R, which is yeah. an entry level Audi just in hatchback yeah. form. And I would take that over the S3 all day. Yeah. Save money, uh, get, juice get it up, up hatchback because yeah. I'm an idiot enthusiast. I I do really like the new GTI, and you know of course I like the Golf R. I've driven that as well. But the new GTI, it's it's basically a sports car that's practical, which is the ideal car for those young people that we keep hearing about. It's and great, you know, because plaid seats. Hell yeah, given, plaid seats. Given the fact that I was just in that market and looking to spend about twenty five grand for a car, I really thought about the GTI for a minute, and then I was just like. No, I don't want to deal with a car that's broken. <laughs> right. I, I, my Mark Six, I had. You know when your car breaks, but it breaks so catastrophically, you lose. Oh yeah. Any yeah. Go on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep going. I got a friend in the room. Yeah. <laughs> so it breaks. Like I had the mechatronic unit of the DSG fail at thirty six thousand five hundred miles, right outside of everything. Yeah. I, I bought the car used. It. It's a two thousand three hundred dollar repair at VW to get done, and. I was just about ready to start my DSG service, and I'm like, oh, great. It's The con- transmission completely shit the bed. So I, th- that to happen so soon, I lost trust in the car. And I knew – I, 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 I don't I, trust you, folks. If I didn't – I don't trust you. That's when I got – we can segue that later. That's why I was like, I, I'm trading it in. I'm not going to deal with this anymore. It's it's This is my German car experience. I'm done. You should have yeah. hit 40,000 miles. Then you could have done the humongous Volkswagen mandatory service that costs $800 because they have to change up the DSG fluid, and they need about 13 gallons of Ferdinand Piesch's tears, which is what that fluid's <laughs> actually fluid made of. in the that's filter. I don't understand $800 service for that, and that's every 40,000 miles with that transmission. My dad's Get Volkswagen CC has got $39,000. He wants to give me that car. 39,000 miles. Miles. Not If it had $39,000, you should take it. <laughs> I mean, it, it, in, in, the in the car. That would be great. The money's in a banana stand. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I did or did not APR stage one that car. I don't know what caused the problem. <laughs> now, oh, come on. There's a warranty on speaking, that shit. Speaking of uh, your cars, Jason, uh, why don't you introduce everybody to your current daily driver? So current daily driver, I'm not going to mention the wife's car because I drive that I'm not talking about now. that car. Okay. Okay. So the good one. Okay. Yeah. So uh, last January, I bought a 2014 Focus ST. I got the ST2 trim, uh, silver, which was the one they had available for the cheapest price. You get those because... bear-hugging Recaros. Yeah. Feels like John Goodman's hugging you from behind. It's great. <laughs> I, I, like, I like them, and I don't like them because it's it's good in short stints, but after a while. I mean, we've I, I've been in the Fiesta as well, and the seats are better uh, than in the Focus. But anyway, about three months after I got the car, I just got the itch. Okay, you know what? I'm used to it now. Gonorrhea. I'm start. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. the doctor. I don't know. <laughs> Screwed me on that one. But after, I got those from the seats, actually. <laughs> the, the seats. Uh, 
<laughs> so I went and I wanted to look at because of the Volkswagen experience that I had, I wanted to deal with a war- warranty back tuner. So I've been doing my research. I've been seeing that Mountune was the big name in this business uh, for tuning Fords. They've been tuning them in Europe for over 30 years. So that was the company. They're that- almost turning into like Ford's AMG arm. Well, they are now because now they've had the backing because they needed CARB certification. Mm -hmm. So I talked to uh, the Ken Anderson, the Mountain CEO. So we've been talking uh, back and forth. So we used my car as the CARB test vehicle. So it was gone for three weeks, uh, but it was gone for the CARB certification. So we used that, um, and then I decided to you know go beyond that so it's fitted with the mp275 package that's the carb certified warranty mm-hmm. friendly uh brings it up to 275 horse 290 torque that's just on that package now i went above and beyond with wheels uh cat back exhaust uh charge pipes the whole bit i just went on every pretty much everything that you can get on that car i've got it uh, and then recently we've updated to the club sport suspension so now it's technically the designation when i talked to ken it's a mountain mp275 club sport plus that's a, it's mouthful. a mouthful right that's yeah mouthful. so that's what it is and i got all the badges on the back of the car to prove it because you know <laughs> badges and stickers make everything are faster they, are they in where you make form? most of your power oh they're in form it goes See? st and then oh now i went to the st octane academy which you should I've, go to nice. uh, yeah i mean it's just you gotta make your way all the way out there it's pretty fun it's Wait, where is it? it it's in uh, miller miller motorsports park oh, that's, that's a fun road trip um so i've actually got an mp215 package sitting in my living room right now for my car, and I think we're going to be doing some development stuff with uh, with Mountain, similar to what we did with the Cobb. Uh, so they've got a brand new downpipe that just came out this week for that car, uh, and they're going to be releasing a bunch of other packages. But similar to yours is that the 215 is going to be kind of the upper limit as far as maintaining your warranty and also have CARB certification. Anything beyond that is going to be kind of... You're fucking fucked with the government. You are. But you know the thing I didn't realize? Is that Obama is holding us down. Ford dropped their warranty down to three or 36,000. Wait, is that a universal thing? Because GM dropped their warranty. Yeah, Yeah, GM dropped their their powertrain. For for powertrain now? Yeah. Well... Ha, you guys well, are well, fucked. Well, fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and upgrade ProTune then. I'm always yeah, right. there. <laughs> Man, you guys make me want to Ford, which is funny because I wrote this ridiculous article in Time Magazine the other day that said, Millennials go crazy for this old-fashioned car company. And it was about how Millennials are buying Fords. Don't call me a Millennial. Eh, it's old-fashioned. Boy, what the I've hell been, is I've a Millennial a... Falcon? Um, <laughs> <laughs> the hell is an aluminum Falcon? <laughs> Such a good one. Uh, that's funny. Now, that was a ridiculous article. Jason, you also have another Ford, <sighs> which is... <laughs> <laughs> Don't make that noise. Uh, tell us it. about that because so, I I'm I'm very interested in this one. I, I would be interested if I could drive it as well. Yeah, but I can't right, because right. it's been a long process. So <laughs> oh yeah, go on. Tell me what that's it's like. It's longer than yours. It's, it's, You've been working on this since before we started doing this podcast. And smoking tire. Don't, don't. Yep. Don't <laughs> start. Don't start. Christ. So Since the car show was a thing, I think. I, I, well, <laughs> actually, you know what's funny? It's the, the first season of Top Gear USA. It's been going on since before. Wow. Since Jimmy that's Carter. How, that's how long this has been going on. Actually, and it's since all Gerald my fault. Ford was president. Look at that. <laughs> it's completely my fault because I 
decided to go ahead and put a nuke under the hood and well, then didn't what, tell them what it is first so we got a 1968 mustang fastback that i've turned into an eleanor clone sweet mm-hmm. so it's got a mix of meyer and cvs body kits it's got the low rise like hood from the pharmacy yeah <laughs> it's got a prescription <laughs> for cinema, cinema vehicle services ah. who did these body kits way back when when these were still the big new yeah, so, so the pharmacy the does movie cars kit, right? mm-hmm. yeah Yes. Yes. So, so go guys, on yeah. with so what's anyway, under the hood. So, uh, I have a 408 Windsor-based motor, Eagle Stroker kit, uh, built 925 to 1 compression with twin precision 57-millimeter T4 turbos, uh, air-to-liquid air intercooler, Big Stuff 3 EFI. It's just it's built, 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 huh. built. And... And then it's tuned, tuned, well, tuned, not, tuned, tuned. Well, it's not built, really, yet. It's, well, it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of built a little I know. bit. Uh, it's... I've got many, many stories about this car. I can go into... Tell, what's uh, your estimated for your wheel horsepower? So it should be putting about 8 to 8.50 when it's done. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, should, it should be enough. Probably pretty easy to drive. No. What are you doing for a transmission on that? TKO 600. King Cobra clutch. So it should handle it. The thing is there's two things that are... The weak points in the entire car right now. One the driver it's a, it, and the brakes. <laughs> no, Jason can actually drive circles around. I don't know. I, I'm scared of this car already. I'm legitimately scared. But it's the block itself. It mm-hmm. could be something, but I'm not going to be on the strip beating the shit out of it all the time. It's going to well, be a not? fun car to drive around. Well, because uh, it's a funny story. Uh, Mr. Connor here already has offers on the car from around the globe. Wow. Can we talk about that? Uh, not yet. Okay. Not yet. <laughs> just say, just know that it's it's a- very allegedly. interesting where interest is coming from, and you Uzbekistan? can guess about how much a car like that would be worth, right. which we'll, we could talk about in the future. When it's gone. Time. Exactly. Because it's – here's the thing. Because it'll, it'll be out of the country. So. Yeah, it'll be gone. I don't care at that point unless they start listening to the podcast, but I don't know if they will be. Sorry, Jeff. I don't know if you have an international audience right now. Maybe no, we, a little we bit, do. a little we bit. Do. You do? Okay. Yeah. Mostly in Australia, mate. And right. uh, Australia, Australia like. in the UK. The UK like us too. Oh, bloody brilliant! The, the Commonwealth countries. <laughs> bloody brilliant, yes. mate. So with deployments, <laughs> I'm, I'm active duty in Navy. So with deployments and everything that's going on, He's an active just, duty seaman. Seaman. So the whole time, it's just it's not done, and that's my thing. And I've lost the lust for the project. I just need it done. I'll enjoy it. You're and just then tired it's gone. of looking at it. So you want to get like a couple of weeks of use out of it, and then okay, okay, it's fun. It's got to go. I just want to yeah, fucking drive it for me, camera. Tell that's me what that's like do. too, Jason. Tell me what that's like too to lose your lust for a project. Well, His makes you like, at least have driven your car at some point. Oh, September. I, I drove it for September. a day. I drove it for a day, I and then it shit the bed again. Awesome. The it power does. levels are similar. Oh yeah, you know, I've, I've got 852 rear wheels on 205 tires. You, you know, it's only yeah. on the rear wheels. Oh wait, oh, one <laughs> rear wheel actually it just does one wheel wheelies. He's converted into a tripod. Yes. Uh, and that you know, talking to the motor, you need to put a Falcon, an Australian Falcon motor, in your truck. Why an Australian Falcon motor? Because it's straight, a straight, straight turbo? six turbo. Fuck yeah. It's, oh, that, that it's, the, it's the Barra motor off from the Barra. FPV. It's called the Barra. Kookaburra. Yeah. Oh, hey, Blake, get us Australian. All right. You know, I just walked. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Watch out for them drop players, mate. Uh, we just shot an episode of My Beer Show in Vegas, and the two. Is head- it called My Beer Show? No, it's called Beer Snob. But the uh, two uh, brewers at this one Vegas brewery are two friends from Australia. That's and right. after we got done with the segment, he's like, he's like, oh, I should have Australian that up way more, dropped some crikeys, and talked about how big my knife was. Right, you know. <laughs> just drinking, maybe. Did you play Knifey Spoony with right, him? Right, right. Oh, <laughs> I've seen you play Knifey Spoony before. <laughs> that does raise an interesting question. 
not related to, to Australia. No, I know how to play knifey spoon. <laughs> oh, you yeah, do? Good. Anyway, no, not about Australians, but how about how you can stomach having a project car for so long and just you know when you go into this, you're like, I want to, I want to fucking drive this thing. I want to drive this thing, and then you're just like, it just beats you down. That's like why I saw marriage. Civic. So yeah. I sold this, I'm like, well, I don't want to do this anymore. When I was in college, I had a, I had my 76 Honda CB550F, and I worked on it for four summers in a row. And then when I finally got it running for, like, I guess three you days. hated it. I Did fucking you? hated it. Yeah. I couldn't wait to get rid of the damn thing. So, like, the day before our, the registration ran out, I, like, limped it down to San Pedro and just dumped it on Century Motorcycles. And turns out, actually, like, two years later, some random guy emailed me pictures. He bought the motorcycle and completely stripped it, it awesome and rebuilt now? It actually looks fucking awesome. Is it, like, all like, cafe racer? Yeah, it is. It is. It's <laughs> awesome. It's, like, white with checkered flag patterns on it, and I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what no. I wanted to do. God damn it. Way to have skill. Anyway, you know, I, I do want to code on my Miata. Skill. My Miata is literally really friggin' close to be finished. It all, all needs is just a handful of parts. And a motor. And, and people to fucking well, the motors, work on it. Yeah, and people to fucking work on it. But also... Um, <laughs> well, I'll fucking do it myself. I don't care. I'll build my own casino with hookers and blackjack. And, and um, just put the engine back in and drive it around. And, you know, I hope I will actually be as entertained with that car as I was before. Me too. I, 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 <laughs> I still want to do a lot of things to it. Yeah, I still want to do a lot of things to it, like frame rails and a turbo and everything. And also, the values on NBs are tanking. So I really couldn't sell that thing for any amount that I'd be really? comfortable with. Yeah. Interesting. It's it's at that huh. it's at that Lola huh. where it's like you know, it's a it's a car that's a few years old, so it's it's older than like, you know, being a relatively used car, so it still has its re- residual value. And it's definitely it's, a used car. Yeah. And then it's not <laughs> old enough to be, you know, appreciated. If right. you will, but you people know, like, either want an NC or an NA. Exactly. They or exactly. It's that they, weird, they just don't give a shit about the NP. No bother. Too. No bother. I like the NB. It's, um, it's stiffer than the now, NA. So speaking of anything. working on your projects, uh, I've got my truck. Uh, we've done the intro videos and stuff. So this weekend, I decided to tackle my first. Get in there and get my hands dirty. Oh, you and the whole, oh yeah. Right. So the whole yeah. goal is because I'm a horrible wrench. So the whole goal is to learn stuff. Mm-hmm. So I replaced right. my thermostat. Well, nice. there was no thermostat in there as I found out as I got the housing off. I did it all right. Um, I put in the coolant. You know, I drained the coolant first. Mm-hmm. Did it all. Swapped it out. Put the coolant back in. I put in about a little under two gallons of coolant mm-hmm. and then took it for a drive. No, it needed a lot more coolant than oh, that. Okay. Uh, it, it, all it takes out. like closer to five gallons. Oh. So it overheated. Okay. When I got back to my garage, the overflow tank was boiling. Jeez. The top popped off. It was boiling. I was like, I'm going to let that sit for a little bit. I'm going to walk away. Uh, went online. How much coolant? Oh, way more coolant. So I went to the store in not the truck, got more coolant. <laughs> it cooled off. I filled it up, You know, watched it. And then I never – I was freaked out because like now the temp gauge inside the truck – starts at 2.30. Okay. So that gauge is fucked. But the radiator has a thermo cap, which okay. reads corrected ambient temperature, uh, you know, when it's mm-hmm. cold and then heats up as the truck heats up. So the gauge, the, the, mecha- the gauge in the cab is a mechanical gauge. I don't know if I, like, I somehow cooked it. I don't know what I did to it, but it's it's fucking toast. Or the, the thermostat that goes into the block is somehow messed up. I don't know. Um, but... The truck seems to be running fine now because I didn't realize when you do coolant stuff, you have to basically burp the system and get the air yeah. out. And, yeah, like, you know, like shit. similar to brakes. I didn't know that. So I was like, oh, it's running hot. I fucking ruined it. What did I do? And so now it seems like we took it for a spin today. It seems fine. But that gauge in the cab, instead of starting at like zero or 80, if it's 80 degrees out, it starts at 2.30 and then reads forward from there. So I, don't, I can't monitor what's going on. So it reads forward, so it reads hotter from there? 
Yeah, it so okay. like as the truck heats up, the gauge right. starts working, but now so now it's like at the bottom when the truck's running fine. But if you look at the thermo cap on the radiator, mm-hmm. you know, it's like between 180 and 200. Okay. But yeah, but I don't know what a, I did to the gauge to the entrance. It's fucking weird. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's probably something that's been very very well documented a million times over. Yeah. Yeah, you would think so. Well, but this was fun. We got back from our taking the truck for a spin today and we're looking at something and we're smelling something, and then there's a part um, past the fuel filter near the carb that was just coughing out a little bit of fuel. Like, what the fuck? It didn't do that before. It was it was spitting out some fuel. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. I got to figure that one out soon. Um, <laughs> it's a good thing we caught it when we did, because as soon as you popped it, I was like, I'm smelling gas. Yep. Uh, so... Uh, also, uh, no, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's, but I do love the truck still. So that's good. It's I've got, a, 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 I've got so truck. many parts waiting to go on it. Uh, our friends at, uh, LMC, Long Motor Corporation, uh, Correct. LMC truck, Just kidding. <laughs> uh, sent me so many awesome parts, uh, including wheels, a new roll pan, a new fender, a new what steering kind of wheel, wheel. Putting on it? uh, Krager D windows, or I think they also call them Daytonas. Okay. So black steelies. Yeah. Ish? Yeah. Okay. They That's are stealing. the only wheel you should put on that truck. Oh yeah, no, no. Everybody's like either leave the ones that are on there or put on big ass badass steelies. Right. Yeah, yeah. These these are pretty cool. And Falcon's gonna send me tires supposedly. Cool. Um. So uh, and I got one of those old look radios that has like Bluetooth and shit. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm pumped about that. Hey, Oxjack. <laughs> yeah, it has actually like uh, USB in the back of it. Nice. Uh, but the the guy who had the truck before me or whoever had it before him in the glove box, that's where they installed a speaker. I like having a glove box, motherfucker, so i got to rebuild yeah. that. <laughs> uh, but I did just get, because it has bench seats, one of the parts I got was one of those like um, aftermarket um, center console cup holder things that like is held on by the seat belt. Nice. Which is... That is like, so old school. It is, but it's so awesome to have cup holders. You should get the <laughs> like, one that hangs off like, the window on the door, right? You kind of took oh, it into the window like jam? Oh, like yeah. I went to the diner? Oh, skates, yeah. get me some hot... For, hot. Whatever, I can't. Uh, no, I like the one I have. But it's funny, too, because you open it, and in the back it has slots for CDs. <laughs> oh, nice. What are those? <laughs> I don't I've know. I've heard of those things before. Compact discs. Wow. They hold discs, up to an amazing compact 512 size megabytes of, of Oh, data. I remember. I have a Limp Biscuit compact disc. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm in the process of learning how to break my truck and then try to fix it again. Break it. Well, the good news is is that even if you completely break something on there, it's still relatively inexpensive to fix. Yeah. And then hopefully I can just convince someone to send me a new engine if I really fuck it up. That's if I where, really cock it up. That's where you go to Australia and you get them to send you a Falcon motor for twelve or 1400 bucks, And then you hey, have... Hey, Straya, send me a fucking engine. That'd be fucking rad, mate. Uh, actually, a, a straight six turbo would be... F- Fucking sweet. <laughs> Those motors are awesome because you can easily make like 600 horsepower on them. That would be a death trap in my truck with manual yes. brakes, manual steering. When I try to park that thing, I am sweating. Just click, 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 click. Just turn it in. Oh, my God. It's, it's only going to get worse when I put the Falcons on it. You got to so. put one of those rearview mirrors with the little built-in camera on it and everything? No, what I got to do is get power steering. Oh, well, <laughs> That's yeah, what I got to do. Uh, and power brakes. I have locked them up once. I was pulling into a turning lane, uh-huh. and the person who was stopped at the light decided they wanted the turning lane in, in like a BMW. So I'm in the turning lane coming up to light, and they put their nose out, and I go hard on the brakes. And you see them turn in real quick. They're like, oh, my God, sorry, sorry. Because it was so loud, the fucking truck sliding towards their BMW. You should totally leave it because that that's the sound that says I will punt you into the fucking ocean. Also, and it says my great. steering column is going to spear my chest. Well, so too. I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> uh, that. I've already 
practice mentally if what happens if I get into a collision where I'm rear-ending somebody is me leaning to the side and like grabbing the other side of the seat like just to get out Bruce of the Willis way. Well, shit. I just want to get out of the way of the steering column. <laughs> That does not. Are you sure that doesn't have a collapsible column? I'm like ninety percent sure. That's like it's a spear aimed at my heart. Yeah. <laughs> you might want to change that. That's because our granddaddies were real men. Yeah, I can drive with a steering column in my chest. I don't understand. A lot of old cars are just right there. Why? Love it. Yeah, I, I love. They but didn't know any better. There's like, still hey. a lot of room in that cab because the the yeah. front windshield goes like out and then wraps around, yeah. so it feels like you have tons of room. Hell, just I love having it. glass in the car was a safety feature. Are That's, you kidding? Yeah. This is why Ralph Dater was a thing, <laughs> right? Uh, but I do love the truck, and I would drive it up here, but uh, I don't want to get stuck in traffic and then die. Cook the engine or die. Um, but today would have been fine, probably on the highway. That's it was cool. pretty light. Yeah, yeah, you'll get it to a point where you're comcortable driving. Yeah, it. and then the other—that's the other thing. I was—I replaced the thermostat on like the hottest day of the year so far. Jeez, uh, oh, for us. Yeah, it was. Sorry, it's Coast. been un- yes. seasonably warm until it was, today. Yeah, it was a hundred degrees when I was in uh, when I was out in Norco, California on uh, Friday, oh, where uh, Rick Radcliffe. Oh, that's why. Uh, sorry, Rick. <laughs> hey, you think yeah. I should sorry, my, Rick. <laughs> you think I should bring my Miata? To he him? doesn't live in Norco. He just teaches there. We threw. Uh, the, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe he wants to work on the truck too. But the thing is, I want to work on the truck. Right. Yes, yeah, so we went if, out there and threw an exhaust though. on the Fiesta uh, in front of his uh, class. Nice. So, yeah. Very I'm cool. sure they love to see that car. Yeah, the they were like, oh, it's not giant and old and broken. Right, right, so. right, right. He's doing something really cool with the Mercedes. Was that car there? Did you notice? Yes, yes. Yes, that it's going to be awesome. We should have him on to talk about that. That's like, yeah, yeah. That's that's like a Great Dane trying to fuck up. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would say a, a smaller. A very, very small chihuahua. It's Let's just say he's taking a diesel Benz and making it dieselier. Yes. A puppy chihuahua. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's going to be very cool. It's, he's like... He's like doing what I really should have done with my wagon, uh, but he's a uh, so yeah. It's it, that'll be cool. Well, have, Rick, we're gonna have to get you on paging Rick Radcliffe, Rick Radcliffe to the Black Courtesy Phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's where I am with my project truck. But one thing I did want to talk about, um, and I know our friends at the Smoking Tire already know all about Who this. Who the fuck are those people? Those guys are assholes. Uh, don't we're in their fucking studio, dude. Shh, cut out, cut out. Uh, <laughs> Oh, uh, shit. No, the, um, I know that Matt is big on that Wheelwell website. Mm. That's Actually, I checked it out. It's a, actually a good idea. What we is had, Wheelwell? Explain to so me and the readers. So it's a social media thing for cars. Okay. That sounds stupid. I will admit that. They, oh, they've done that before in the past. No, it hasn't but worked out. you post your cars in your garage, but then you can also post all of your parts with links to where you bought them from. So, like, instead of, like, going oh, that's into, cool. I should honestly do on, that to my car. Yeah, you definitely should. Yeah. So instead of, like, going on a forum, like, this is my build thread, which is fine. Forum which build threads are still great. Yeah. But this is, like, it's all collected in one place. So, say someone listening to this podcast is like, oh, I wonder what, well, I wonder what parts Jeff is putting on his truck. They can go to my Wheelwell profile and just fucking see them. And there's a link to where if they want to match it, they can go buy it. I like that. I yeah, really like it's that. actually a really good idea. We had one idea. of the founders of the uh, of the site on TST, I don't know, a month or two ago. Interesting guy. Um, and we're actually using that for all the one-take videos now. Right, right, right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's handy. It's, it's really handy for yeah. us from a production standpoint. But, yeah. Uh, and, and, and just so everybody listening knows, they haven't given us money or anything like that. I just had a good conversation with them, so I went and checked it out. And I actually really like it. Or are I wouldn't you throwing be saying the Benz on there? You. Yeah, both cars are on there. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I, I haven't listed all my parts Is yet. Is there a Hooniverse group? We can there do? will be. Okay, good. That's coming. All right. I'm going to add my Miata on there. It'll be great. It's coming. 
Um, so yeah, I wanted to I wanted to give those guys a shout out here because I like what they're doing, and uh, you could see. Jason, more is your Eleanor on there? It is on there. Uh, I think it's probably going to be under non-op, just like your <laughs> Miata. I finally made my wagon non-op. <laughs> no, 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 no
Otherwise, if you want to do a podcast, go over to my company, Shout Engine, and you can get up and running in just a couple of minutes. Uh, once again, President, as always, founder, CEO, that, that is executive, the chairman of the board. Shout it out we don't loud. Have a board yet. Chef, helicopter pilot. As usual, <laughs> I guarantee the deliverability of your podcast. I do not guarantee the quality of the content. Or listeners. Or listeners. They could be some sketchy people. Yeah, that's but right. Like our audience. Just kidding. That, that is but it'll so get wrong. I love you guys. <laughs> uh, there, yeah, so don't forget to rate and review the podcast, please, so we can cl- keep climbing that iTunes uh, ladder. Uh, we're, we're doing good. Our audience is growing, so thank you, everybody, and especially if you're a new listener. What's up? Um, and that was sorry. Like FM radio. Also, sorry. Uh, yes. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at Jay Glucker. Also, follow The Hooniverse. Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at Hooniverse Jeff. Uh, please go to our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash The Hooniverse, and subscribe. We're nearing the 10,000 subscriber mark, which is a nice uh, a nice number, I guess, for YouTube. Um, so, yeah, go do that. Uh, and then that's about it. And that's episode 95, and hopefully all of us 96. will be here again. 96. God damn it! God damn it! Damn it! <laughs> damn it! You're fired! Uh, I'm not coming in next week. <laughs> Uh, actually, hopefully we're all here again next week. I don't have shit on my schedule for a while, so you get to hear me and your ear holes one more time. God damn it. Peace no, out. You're fired.